book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Happy Monday. We are super excited because our offices are finally coming together today. Okay. Like it has taken us a while to find what we wanted to do. Once you move, you know, you got to find the like, what do I put this and what do I do with that? And so we're finally getting into the group of things. Um, So we figured it was a good time to bring you uh, an episode that was asked about, right? I think somebody requested this. Yeah, somebody had sent us a message and I was like, can you do an episode on helping your spouse deal with disappointment in the military? And I was like, listen, can somebody help me deal with disappointment in the military? But, uh, I think if there's one thing that we have learned over 10 years in the military or being married to somebody in the military is there are good times, but there are a lot of disappointing times as well. And, um, I think our husbands have not fallen, um, shy of those times they both have had Mm -hmm. moments in their career that they had to tackle or that were overwhelming or disappointing or upsetting and as a spouse not even just like a military spouse but just as a spouse you know when you say I do you kind of are saying like I'm I'm going to be here to be your person not say that they're always pretty times to walk through your spouse with but um Hopefully we can give you guys a little bit of advice and maybe I can convince my husband to come in at the end. <laughs> uh, it's a rare commodity with their new assignments that he's home, but he is home today while we record this. So if I can convince him, maybe I can have him come in on the end and say from the service member's point of view, like what helps you when you're going through a hard time, what do you need to hear or what? what can I do better at? None of us like to hear when we're doing not so good in a, in a situation, but, um, I've been, I've been that person that did not always have the right thing to say or sound advice. So hopefully help you out. (laughs) Well, I think it's hard, right? Because you fall into that, like that gray area where it's like, I really, I don't know. Right. Like, you know, like, I don't know what this is exactly, but I know you're sad about it. So like, I want to help you and make sure I get you the right words, even though it's kind of like, you know, I'm easy to say like, well, it's, it was hard class. And my husband looked at me like, no, it wasn't. And I was like, uh, (laughs) well, I'm just, you know, like I'm in your corner, you know? Yeah. And it's hard when they're like, my husband is really bad at like, if he wants something and he doesn't get it as in mm-hmm. like a class wise that he's very hard on himself. Um, he's yeah. just like, I should have did it. I should have did it. And I'm like, it's okay. Like things yeah. happen, you know? And I think the biggest thing that you can just do is just to reassure them. Like, I'm still proud of you. Our family is very proud of you. Right. No matter what happens when our right. husbands went to drill um, the Academy, it was much harder than either of them ex- um, anticipated. <laughs> than any of us did. Yeah. Yeah. And so, when they both started complaining and Cody and I were like, uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> like, right. let's, let's hype them up, you know? And I was like, I want to encourage you, but I'm like just as nervous, right? It like changes our lives and yeah. things too. So yeah. I was like, I'm just as nervous. And I'm right. like, you got this babe. And behind my hands, I got all like all, every finger crossed, like legs crossed. <laughs> every time this. he's like, I'm pitching tomorrow. I was like, 
you're going to do great. And then I was so nervous. Like, and we would text each other back and forth. Like he got a 99, he got a, he got a hundred, he got a 99, he got a hundred. He did, he passed this, he did that. And it was, it was so nerve wracking, but not even just because we were excited for the follow on. Like we were excited to go to a new place and things like that. But because we knew that if, you know, on the off chance that something did happen, that they did not pass that class, that it was going to be like a huge hit to, to them. Um, the, the army only still, I think my husband said like the top 10% of that MOS to do, um, like, like right now they're being drill sergeants. So it's, it's supposedly like the top 10% or something like that. I think he said. And so I think they're like, really, they put a lot of pressure on themselves. So to know that mm-hmm. if they didn't, succeed in that what they when they were coming home I was like oh man this is gonna be (laughs) difficult to do and even like when my spouse went to um special forces uh selection we were just like heavy on the like listen if you if you make it awesome but I'm just proud of you just for going like and you know what I mean I think you can be super supportive a lot of people try to say as a military spouse you shouldn't dip your toes in too much and things like that and to each their own, but I'm really proud of my spouse and everything that he has done. And I'm going to, I mean, I'm not like wearing it on a t-shirt, but I'm going to let him know, like, I'm proud of you and I support you. And, you know, my opinion, while it, it, it holds weight, like it's not the, um, like, I'm going to love you either way. If this goes the way you want it to go, or is the way it doesn't, you want it to go, I'm going to stand by you and we will walk through the season together. I think my spouse has more like bad days in the military, like with his peers than he does, um, like go like not getting to school or not doing well in a school. And I think that's the hardest thing for me because our personalities are totally different. I am not confrontational. And my husband is like in your face, confrontational and when he brings his problems to me, it's easy for me to give him a Cody solution instead of a Dwight solution. And so something that I read and I, I saw it on Instagram and I sent it to my husband, I said, we're going to implement this because it is something that our marriage needed. And I think it would be great for this episode, for this advice. It said, when your spouse is coming home and they're unloading their day to you, right? One really good question to ask them is, do you want solutions or do you just want somebody to listen? And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's genius because so many times he just wanted me to listen Mm -hmm. and I wanted to fix because he's my husband. I love him. I don't want to see you upset. So I want to help you. I want to, I want to make sure that you have a solution to this, but in reality, my solutions are real world solutions and he needs military world solutions. And I have Mm -hmm. no idea how to give him one of those. So I needed it to be a listening ear and not a solution ear, if that makes sense. Right. And I also think you have to be a soft heart because Mm -hmm. I'm mean, (laughs) I'll admit it. I'm mean. And so if my husband comes home in a bad mood, I am quick to be defensive. Like why? Like I didn't do anything. Don't be mad Mm -hmm. at me. Like don't take your anger out on me. Um, And it's not necessarily that he takes it out on me. It's just that he's having a bad day. And when he comes home, he is decompressing because he's home. And And I'm like, 
yeah and I'm like yeah. babe like that's me like let's go do yeah. something like the kids yeah. are still at school like let's go get Chick-fil-A and he's like can I just like sit down um for instance last night he got home um in between ranges and he was only home for like an hour and a half and he's like I just want to sit down and I was like well I have to go cook dinner and he was like okay well I just want to sit down I was like well you can't talk to me when you're in the kitchen I'm in, in here. Room, I'm in the kitchen like come right. sit down in here and he's like I just want to sit down I was like I get it but like I want an adult conversation right now right. um for while you're here you know so it's easy to get like defensive like oh you don't want to talk to me oh you're snappy at me yeah. um, and I think you know just like the same as we have a, a hard day I'll sit in the bathtub and read a book for two hours and decompress and like lock my doors so my kids can't come in right. or you know after they're asleep and my husband essentially needs the same thing his might be more in the evening because you know and we go straight to bed or something like that because of their schedules um so I think you have to be like you said a listening ear and like a soft a soft ear yeah. right like I don't I'm not going to get angry or something like that I or mean, take it yeah. Or if your spouse needs you to be like their hype man, they're like, yeah, babe, like for yeah. sure. Like I'll roll up to battalion with you and kick, kick their ass or whatever. <laughs> like if that's what he needs, do that. But you, I've, I've learned my lesson and I tell you guys, I've learned my lesson because my spouse and I got into a fight one time. He was just trying to like decompress, like you said, for the day, but my husband has a lot of things that he wants to say, but he's also very smart on who he expresses those things to. And I think that's a a really smart tactic in like just the professional world in general, because like, you can't go tell your boss to go fuck himself and then expect to be able to come to work Mm -hmm. the next day. So I, he'll repress it, repress that anger all day long. And then when he gets home, he's like, this is my person and I'm going to tell her everything. And so for me, I'm like you said, it's kind of like, why are you attacking me right now? So then I get defensive and I'm like, so in this whole argument, it kind of like blew up and he was like, you're not understanding what I'm telling you. Like, you don't get it. That's not going to work. And so then I got offended and I'm like, then don't talk to me about it anymore. Like, don't talk to me about army stuff anymore. If you don't want to hear what I have to say. And that's when he was like, I just need you to listen to me. Like, I don't need you to fix it. And I don't know. I love him so much that that was kind of hard to hear too, because I'm like, I, I love you. Like, I, I, I don't want you to be upset when you come home and maybe I've just been out of the workforce for so long that I forget that people are going to come home and they're going to have bad days and they're going to want to vent and um, be upset about them and not take it like personally, like, whoa, you just walked through the door and I'm making you dinner and you're unloading on me. Yeah. And in reality, they feel safe with you and they they're in their bubble, like their home, they can finally relax and then they can just spew it all out however they need to and not have to worry about like who's around, who's listening, who's going to report me and all these things. So uh, you definitely have to come at it from a soft heart, a non um, <laughs> defensive position. It's hard. It's really hard because we as spouses, we, we only know what they show us. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not at home researching the military and how it works. And <laughs> half the time, I don't even know the difference between a battalion. I'm not, not even half the time, all the time. I don't know the difference between a battalion or a brigade. I have to ask my husband, which is like, which is the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so let alone like have him come home and then try to like, listen to his problems and give him a solution. It's just, it's kind of silly. So you have to, when they're going through those seasons of, just bad day after one another, not getting into a school, failing out of a school, 
you kind of have to put your armor on and be like, okay, like, do you want me to fight this with you? Or do you want me to be like your comfort? And there's nothing wrong with asking your spouse, like, which approach do you want me to take? Because I can, I can take both. Like we can ride at dawn together, or we can go lay in the bed and you can cry on my shoulder if you need to, whichever you need to do is fine. It's just, you're going to have to approach it from your spouse's point of view. Like when I'm overwhelmed, he knows better than to be like, calm down, babe. Like, no, no he I, am not, <laughs> I am not calm anymore. And so, um, That's what I tell my husband, don't tell me to calm down. I wasn't my, angry and now I'm angry. <laughs> my baby went missing off of the school bus and, um, I'm on the phone panicked with my husband and he's like, you need to calm down. And he said it like three times. I was like, don't tell me to calm down. I can't find my kid. And he was like, I'm just telling you that because you're going to scare the other kids. And I'm like, okay, it's rational, but let me freak out. And I think in the same way, if you are a woman that just needs that moment where you want to freak out or you, you, and it's going to piss you off if somebody tells you to calm down, flip that and imagine it, your spouse. And you're telling them like, it'll be okay. It's not a big deal. Like they don't want to hear that, you know? Well, I think that's the hard part, right? Because like, mm-hmm. as a mom, I'm a fixer. Like right. they, my kids want me to fix things. So, right. you know, my friends, they lean on me when I call, you know, when Cody calls me crying, it's because I need to <laughs> fix it. Like I got to help her, like whether that's talk her down off a ledge or calm her nerves or, you know, reassure her or something like that's, that's, what I am as I'm a fixer so to like when my husband comes and he needs to like decompress and like you said you can't tell your boss screw you like I'm done here you know whatever um so he'll come tell it to me yeah and I was like to me I'm like you should tell this to him not me (laughs) you know um and half the time I'm like he's like oh it was this and this and I had this today and I was like what does that mean what can what does that mean like I don't really like you have to speak English to me and that way I can like better process the story. Cause right now you just gave me a bunch of acronyms and I have no right. idea what you're mad about right now. Exactly. <laughs> like, I can't get it. Um, and so like being a fixer is very hard, especially cause it's like, he's a grown man. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. you know, like he, he's got his own ways of figuring yeah. things out. And so, yeah. um, I think you have to remember though, like the things that they, if they're not like, like our husbands, for instance, they came down on drill right? And so it was very important to them, like, obviously, that they wanted to pass the class. But I think it's, it hits you a little bit harder if you fail at something when you were aiming for it, not drafted, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, there's been a few schools that our husbands didn't go like finish or didn't make it. um, And it was very hard on them. And like, you could just like their demeanor and everything else was just like, I really, I really wanted that. I, I strove, you know, the chances of getting in were very slim. I made it this far, you know, I was, and it's just like, whether it was the tiniest mess up or it was, you know, commands fall or whatever it was this or that, it was like something that they were shooting for. At least for my husband, I know it hits him like below the belt. Like he is like, oh, like that one takes him a lot longer. Yeah. 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 That one's a harder one to recover from. And so then I'm just kind of like, it's fine a week later yeah. like it's okay we're on to the next steak. school we'll have and you can have steak like, as much <laughs> as you want like it's fine no totally and also sometimes I think it's hard because I'm also the type of person that while I'm an empath I'm very awkward so if it's like oh like your grandma died like that's you know I know how to comfort you but also I'm not like the best person to tell that to so it's like oh you didn't you didn't make it 
well, it's okay, but like, yeah. <laughs> what, well, do like what, do, what do you what do you what do you say? Like, well, that sucks. Like you you suck. Maybe <laughs> like, you this is a good point. Maybe this is a good point that I can holler for my husband to come in and maybe help us out, guys. Because I don't know. Maybe we just need to hear from a guy. We can tell you from a spouse what to do. Maybe be empathetic, be a hard ass. It's kind of hard to give you advice on something because we don't know your spouses. We can only say like, this works for my spouse. This works for my spouse. This doesn't work for my spouse. Yeah. Well, I think you have to approach your spouse according to their personality. But right. after 10 years, what we've learned is a soft heart and a listening ear. That's yeah. where you go with. You start yeah. with those and then you base it off of that. And it's like, if you need me to do something after that, then let's ride. But if not, then like, okay, you're fine. Like, let's go. Yeah. Let's do whatever you, whatever you're needing to do. Um, it's just kind of being open-minded to like, yeah, I'm sorry. And, or if I know they that need their hard. space or if they need their space. Cause I know my spouse, yeah. Sometimes he just needs a space. Sometimes he just, need, he needs to vent and tell me what happened. And then he needs to go to the gym for three hours or he needs to go on a run or he needs to throw himself mm-hmm. into a hot, like a hobby or something like that, or play his game. Like that is the big thing for my, for my husband. He, he plays called de- like decompress. Yes. together. <laughs> yeah. I like to decompress. And I'm like, wouldn't that be more stressful? But, um, I've convinced him to come in and maybe he can give us some advice on this. So let's see what he has to say. As mothers, we know how hard it can be to explain deployment to little ones. That's why we created our own children's book, describing a tool near and dear to our hearts, a deployment wall. Kylie is inspired from our own family's deployment preparation and we're confident she can help yours too. Order your copy of Kylie and the Deployment Wall on Amazon today. There we go. Okay, coffee. So here is the man of the hour. Babe, one of our listeners asked us to do an episode on when you go through times that are like really frustrating or like a disappointment in the Mm -hmm. military, how she wanted to know how to help her husband through those. So we've already given our little advice. Like failing a school, for instance, how would you want help. If you failed the school, how could we help you or any disappointment in the military? What is the best way or approach for a spouse to take? Uh, your hardest thing is to let me vent. I know. I know it is, <laughs> you, but <laughs> you don't let me vent. I know. Cause I want to fix it, but okay. Okay. But if you could give like one broad encouraging, like how would you help somebody, right? Like if you were comforting your soldier or something like that, if you were telling like a soldier how to help you, how to help his wife be supportive of him through a hard time, what would you tell them? The soldier? Or the wife, yeah. So if you're specifically talking about soldiers failing a school or any hardship is, it comes with the job, but it's not like you can never go back to that school. That's a good one. Like, the army always has opportunities. Your unit may not send you back to that school, your current unit, but if you stay in long enough, you're going to PCS. And that next unit, if you ask them, Hey, I want to go to the school. Right. So, uh, for probably, us, so when he comes home all like, butthurt, then how does the spouse help him work through that disappointment? Uh, I would say just let that spouse vent. Let them go okay. through their, their method. And if it lasts longer than I would say what it's usually like a 72 hour period where I'm just like, 
<laughs> wanting to talk to anybody. Like yeah, I, 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 I sulk so. on it for about 72 hours, but then after that, I'm like, it's like a reset is like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm mad. I failed this, but I'm going to use it as fuel to drive forward. And it may drive you forward to a route where you no longer want to be in the army or the military. Like yeah. if that's the route, then that's the route. But that's something that your comfort or like, if you're, I don't know how many times I've done it in my career where it's like, I'm done, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And it's, you, you let the spouse vent mm-hmm. and then usually it turns and you into casually me. say like, we need our health insurance. <laughs> we need to buy groceries. <laughs> yeah. But it's, for me, it's never been a point of where like, I'm completely done in that moment. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, no, I can't do this anymore. But it, all, it often all, always comes back to like, yeah, I'm not willing to give up my career right now. Right. So I don't know, you just yeah. got to let them vent. You got to let them do their thing and find their method. If they don't have a hobby or anything to release that pent up aggression or depression or whatever it is, like you just got to help them find one and then go. Cause mine's like the gym and call of duty and stuff like that but it's Call without that I probably would not have made it as far as I have but yeah without your outlets for sure yeah that's the big thing is if they don't have an outlet you got to help them as a spouse yeah as a sure. partner to help yeah. them find that outlet well thanks babe I think that's a really good point too is like you can always have other opportunities right that's a, a good thing that I try to um encourage my spouse like oh we'll do it again like we'll go for it yeah. again or, or if they're not comfortable in going for it now I was like you could do it later my husband right. would be like this is age sensitive and I was like look you said that not me. I know when he went to special forces and he called me and was like yeah they messed up my waiver blah 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 and I was like, well, you can try again. He's like, nah, he's like, I, I would need a waiver for my blood pressure. And then I'll need a waiver for my age. He's like, I came, I did it. And I was so scared about that one. Like I was so scared. It was going to shoot him down so bad, but they'll surprise you guys. Sometimes it's just a bad day. And sometimes it's a school that they really wanted to do. And sometimes mm-hmm. they're able to process it on their own and just be like, it wasn't in the cards. Like I just, I'm not doing that. And we'll move on to something else. And, um, you just kind of have to see how your spouse reacts I and mean, don't make an, don't make a, what do they say? A molehill out of an anthill or a, oh, don't do that. If he, if they're okay yeah. and they're doing fine, don't harbor on it. Don't like, well, yeah. I also, you also have to remember that. Um, Cause I know that we've addressed it when we say after a school or before a school mm-hmm. or, you know, after work or something like when they're going through those schools, you also have to remember that pressure, right? If they're yeah. snappy towards you and things. When our guys did the academy, Cody and I questioned all of our lives together. <laughs> We're just like, am I spiraling? Or like, is this, is like, am I spiraling? And she was like, you're fine. And then the, the tables like, flip flop. And she was like, no, you're, I know what you're talking about now. Um, so you have to remember like all of the stress that comes with being in the military, you know, and any other job, right? Like it's stressful to be a mom and things like that. Coffee is stressful at times, (laughs) y'all. So I think you have to remember, like, just because it's your person, you want them to be like happy and open and honest with you. Right. And sometimes it's like, it hurts to be like, they just want to be left alone. And it's like, you you don't want me to comfort you. And it's like, I need, and it's for your, your sake sometimes, right. He's like, well, I don't want to be mean to you. And I'm mad right Right. now. So like, just let me decompress. And I think really, 
as a woman, you kind of feel just like, well, Cobra uh, yeah, <laughs> and me, my friend, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. And so I think you have to look at the picture as a whole. It might not, you know, it, a school might not apply to you, but say they had a bad week in the field, right? When my husband gets rained on in the field, he is not coming home happy. When his yeah. feet are wet, he is, he is sulking right. like crazy, um, you know? And then after a hot shower and some food, he's back to the person I like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. And my husband is, hard to deal with when he has to deal with people that he doesn't like or uh we'll just leave it at that but our our spouses are very old school yeah and the academy is it says they struggled a little bit but y'all to wrap it up at the end of the day just be there for them like you would want them to be there for you on a bad day of motherhood I mean we all have them we all have those moments where like that's it I'm done I'm running away Mm -hmm. and your spouse is like go take a bath. Like they're able to speak into you what you need to hear. And sometimes you don't want to hear it. And then you give them a little bit of grace and you're like, okay, you're right. Mm -hmm. I need a glass of wine. I need a bath. I need a book, whatever your niche may be. Um, give them grace just the same way that you expect to have grace on a bad day. I know when I get overstimulated, it's over for everybody. And my husband has to deal with that way more than I have to deal with Mm -hmm. him dealing with anything, any disappointment in the military. And I think that's just the best part of a marriage is, is it's give and take. You have to, you have to give, if you want to be able to take that grace when you need it on a day, that's not going so well, you have to give compassion. You have to give empathy. And sometimes you have to give silence. If they don't want your solutions, don't take offense Mm -hmm. to it. And I'm still learning that one. It is not always easy. I don't think it ever gets easier doing that. I think it's just, you, you want to be everything for them. And sometimes you just have, it's simple. It boils down to, you have to accept the fact that like, it's what they need. It's yeah. not what you need. At the end of the day, it's how they need to process it. It's not how you need to process it. No right. matter how much you want to fix it, cry over it, scream over it, mad that you're not moving. All of those, all of those are pushed to yeah. the side when your service member is struggling on whatever front that they're going through. They have enough on their plate as it is. So like you coming to ride their ass about like not responding to you well is... <laughs> You just look at me like ride that. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't even putting that together. No, I was just thinking. You just gave like, me like the biggest eyes. Like, what did you no, just say? No, 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 no. I was just thinking like, yeah, for like, no, really, because there are times where, like, I was thinking more so, like you said, like I want a PCS and I want to do things. And I'm, as a spouse, a lot of the family things and benefits mm-hmm. to the military life all fall on us. The guys are doing or the wives are doing the hard work of military life. And I know a lot of us say like, what benefits, what benefits, but we live a really great life due to their sacrifice. And so, um, I kind of caught myself just in a moment of being like, when he was at the Academy, like, I, like, I wanted him mm-hmm. to pass. Cause I wanted to move here. I wanted to be close. The to amount of times she said he better pass so we can PCS because if yeah. I have to stay here any longer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, you caught me in a moment of just kind of look. Like, she's taking her own advice it. from coffee. Yeah, exactly. Like you, <laughs> See, you that's you what your best friend me. is for. You preach to me, girl. So yeah, um, thank God. I don't even know how, like how any better way to end this episode with that. So I'm just gonna shut up, and I hope that you guys come back next week. We're gonna be talking about some funny military spouse stories. Um, you'll see us asking for your input if you see them on our um, Instagram this week. Please, please, please 
like write yours down we'll put a box up. I, I, I don't know how often we'll do it, but I'm going to make a point to make sure that we get something up there at least three times next week so that we can hear your stories because mm-hmm. y'all, we want to hear them. I was reading to end this episode. I was reading this one, like a basic training story where there were two identical twins, um, at the same basic training and they were like doing like combatives at night after like lights out. Well, the one identical twin, he wanted to like join in and <laughs> the drill sergeant came to like, I guess they had like a, like a suicide, um, like talk that night. And so you had them all huddled up in like this quiet, like somber moment. And he's like showing him like the soft side of being a drill sergeant. And they were so quiet or they threw the brother in a locker and they were so quiet that the brother thought that they were, um, like they left. So they heard like this locker open and this small little dude walks out (laughs) and I, and the drill sergeant was like, why is there a Chinese man in your locker? (laughs) And so they started all getting smoked. Well, then it said at the end that the, um, the, the, the trainee was so terrified that they were swapped. Like it was the wrong brothers in their, in the units. And so they didn't even get back sorted out until the next morning. Cause they were so scared of their drill sergeant. <laughs> but yeah, if you see our post, um, please, if you have a funny military spouse story, uh, put it in there because we're going to be racking our brains over the next week to tell you some of ours, but we want to share some of yours too. So please, please participate in that. If you see it on our socials. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.